Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Kevin, and you're listening to Real Life with Pastor Kevin West here on Expression Radio, uh, 1230 WITO, uh, Ironton, Ashland, um, Tri-State area on the AM side, and uh, also you can hear Expression Radio on the app. Uh, you're probably watching or listening to it from the app or uh, the podcast that kind of can be replayed over and over again. So some of you will listen to that. I hear tons and tons of feedback from all the listeners uh, and people that kind of follow these things all week long. There's lots of you know programs to watch and or to listen to rather uh, all all day. There's you know some sort of ministry going on. As well as inspirational, you know, praise and worship music. So, um, just want to encourage you to uh, share the app. It's um, if you just click on the app or push down on the app on your phone, you, it'll let you share it with all your friends. You can share it on social media. Uh, go on uh, Expression Radio fa- uh, Facebook and you know, Instagram pages and like it and share it. And uh, we're in, I think, 170 some nations uh, now. So there's a lot of ministry that's happening all over the world and lots of good programming and i know many of you listen to uh, these uh, during the week so with that said i just want to encourage you that um gosh it's 2024 and you want to start your day off right with uh, some of these programs i know many of them are you know, they air in the morning and then sometimes they air again in the evening time on the day they're there so um they, the day they play so go ahead and uh, make sure you download the that app and share that app with everybody also uh, here at expression church um you might want to uh, go on our facebook page and like our expression church facebook page and then you can join uh, there's two groups uh two pages i guess it's two communities uh you have to like the page first and then you go into what was called, we call it Expression Care. Uh, it's a Facebook page inside the group of, uh, inside the, the, the page itself of Expression Church. And the Expression Care is a prayer ministry for people that um, want to, uh, you know, say prayer, have prayer requests sent in and have the uh, body here, local body, uh, praying for uh, the request. So if you have a need or you have an issue that you're looking for God to move in, uh, you go on Expression Care. You just If, you're, if you've liked it, if you're, you, you, you've uh, been approved to come in it, uh, then you just go on and log in to your uh, the, the page, say what your prayer request is, and, and then a lot of people, there's three, four, five hundred people, I think, someone in that neighborhood that are actually, you know, logged into that thing daily and praying for your request. So uh, uh, Expression Care. The other one that I want to encourage you to, to look at is Commerce Park. So it's Expression Church Commerce Park page. And uh, that's a smaller group uh, of probably five or six hundred people uh, that are are a, a part of the local church here and we keep you informed on things that are going on to help the body uh, kind of connect and um, you know interact with one another uh, such as our you know sterling silver's seniors ministry um, you know that's a big deal our uh, our ministry of our young people uh, children student ministry as well as the worship uh, upcoming events uh, all those type of things the, the type of outreaches that we're doing the social media outreaches that we're doing uh, international ministries that we uh, you know, support and are a part of um, all of those things uh, so that's on Expression Church Commerce Park so I just want to encourage you to perhaps go ahead and um, like both of those share those uh, get in those communities and uh, become a part of the body of, uh, of the life of the body of Expression Church so just a, just a great encouragement for you today. 
to really allow you to get connected to these things that are um, here for you. Also, um, while I'm doing all these infomercials today, um, I want to invite you to church. You know, we have services on Sunday morning at 11. There's a Sunday school class that gets together with Scott Crawl and Beth Crawl. They, they teach the Sunday school class. They uh, have a great combination of men and women in that class uh, that meets every Sunday morning at 9 th- 9.30. And then they meet from about 9.30 to 10.30, and then obviously at 11 o'clock, uh, worship uh, service t- takes place here in the sanctuary. With that said, our young people, our student ministries, they meet every win- uh, Sunday and Wednesday at 7 on Wednesday and 11 on Sundays. And the first Sunday of each month, they're in the sanctuary with us. We worship as a family together. And then the other uh, remaining Sundays of the month, they have their own service uh, at the Commerce Building across the street. And uh, that's for any young person fifth grade um, all the way or actually sixth grade all the way up through 12th uh, for graduation of high school we have a college a young college age adult uh, ministry uh, that meets uh, there in the sanctuary on Sunday morning but every other uh, week they have their own um, Sunday school teaching uh, they'll dismiss after the worship and they'll come into a class and it's more interactive uh, with college age uh, kids, um, young people, to be able to, to go that direction as well. So uh, all is well uh, with all those different types of things. And of course, children's ministry goes on, early childhood ministry and nursery ministry goes on every uh, service that we have on Wednesdays. So Wednesday night, 7 o'clock is the mid service uh, for uh, ministry for all ages. Uh, that's 7 to about 8 o'clock. And then on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, we have a worship service with everybody in the sanctuary. And that's what I was just referring to about the young people and uh, the children's ministry. So uh, a lot of good things that are happening here at the church. We're excited about the growth. Uh, this past Sunday, Sam, I don't know, I know you probably saw it too, but it was standing room only. There was almost overflow uh, rooms that was just packed uh, with all kinds of people that were here. And it was a great service and we had lots of prayer and lots of uh, worship and uh, the word, everything was kind of going forward. So uh, just a lot of momentum that we feel here at the church, and we're excited about that. Um, today, I want to go into uh, something that I've been kind of, you know, teaching a little bit. I taught a little bit on a Wednesday night, um, and uh, I want to kind of reiterate that for those of you that didn't get a chance to come to the to mid. I, I don't want to reteach the whole s- service, but uh, I do want to give an opportunity uh, for me to uh, kind of point out a little bit some of those things that are that are happening. Um, let me uh, let me point out something to you. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, here we go. Um, Colossians chapter two. I want to start with this Colossians chapter two, and I'm going to go in. I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation, and it's going to be uh, thirteen. Uh, start with verse thirteen. And uh, let me read this to you. Colossians 2. Um, is that a New Testament, Sam? <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, Colossians 2. And I'm going to start in verse 13. And there it is. And you being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together. This is in King James. I'm going to go to the New Living. For all you... Scholars, um, I'll start verse ten. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. That means every head and authority, every ruler. Christ is the head. When you came to Christ, you were you were circumcised, but not by physical procedure. 
You didn't get a physical circumcision done. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God, who raised Christ from the dead. Now, you've got you to gotta believe this or not. This is, a, this, is a, this is a spiritual truth that really is challenging to us because you have to either believe when you came to Christ, did he not cut away and circumcise your heart and gave you, um, cut away your sinful nature. And the real battle we have right now, and I, and I can vacillate a little bit on this myself because it's hard to swallow, it's hard to see, is when I look at this, do I, do I really believe that I have two natures? Do I have a sinful nature and a holy nature, a righteous nature? Uh, do I have, you know, how, how does that work? You do I, how can I be double-minded in that thing? Because the Bible says in James, if you're, if you're double-minded in all your ways, uh, if you're double-minded, you'll be unstable in all your ways. So that's a concern of mine. But here's what this Colossians says. He says, in verse, I'll start to verse 11. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised. But not physically, not with the procedure like a circumcision was in the Old Testament. Christ performed, Christ himself performed a spiritual cutting, a circumcision, a way of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all your sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by the victory over them on the cross. So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink or not celebrating certain holy days or new moons or ceremonies or Sabbaths, for these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come. And Christ himself is that reality. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying that they have had visions about these things. Their sinful minds have made them proud, and they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body. For he holds the whole body together with his joints and ligaments, and it grows, and it grows as God nourishes it. You have died with Christ, and he has set you free from the spiritual powers of the world. So why do you keep on following the rules of the world, such as don't handle this, don't touch this, don't taste this? Such rules are mere human teachings about things that deteriorate as we use them. These rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion, pious self-denial, and severe boldly discipline, but they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires. When I come back after the break, I will um, kind of expound on this for the next 12 minutes or so, and uh, and I'll, I'll kind of bring this thing to a head and kind of really bring us some, some provoking, thought-provoking challenges, uh, as well as uh, some insight on um, how in the world does that happen when a person hears the gospel and they hear Jesus preached, they believe the Jesus that they're hearing that's preached, what happens when a person says, I believe? I believe that story. I believe that's hi- that, 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 that's history. I believe that. That's a truth. That's a fact. I believe it. So what do they what happens when a person hears that story, hears that information, and believes it? What takes place? I'll be back after the break. You're listening to Pastor Kevin with Real Life right here on Expression Radio. 
We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, this is Pastor Kevin. I hope you're enjoying the program today and I hope you're enjoying your Monday uh, with wonderful things that are happening. The week 2024 is off to a fast, fast, fast start. And um, my goodness, it's hard to keep up with everything that's going on, but there's a lot going on. Um, if you get the opportunity, like I mentioned earlier, to go ahead and share, let everybody know that you're listening and watching and whatever you're doing, uh, whatever you're watching, uh, you perhaps, and, and also make sure you go on to our YouTube page and our Facebook page and you can watch the services over again. They're, uh, we, we broadcast them live and then uh, they, they archive on our page. So you'll be available for those to be able to, to help you and to see it. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, Colossians chapter 2, that's what we were talking about, wasn't it, right? Let's go back there. Uh, let's see. It's Colossians chapter 2, verse, um, let's start with that verse 10 again. Four. Let's see. When you came to Christ, verse, verse 11, you were circumcised. But not by a physical procedure, Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. The question I ask you today is, do you believe, um, do you believe that Christ cut away, took away, removed, uh, exported, took out of you, your sinful nature? Or did he just give you a new nature and put it right alongside of your sinful nature. And this is the this is the this is the the real issue. Because if you believe that you have two, you're double minded. So well, you might ask yourself, and this is the question everybody asks, yeah, but I, I still sin. You know what well when you're sinning out of a new creature, the new creature's doing the sinning. Right? It's not the old creature. You got to realize when, you, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and become old things become, or old, all things become new. Old things are passed away. All things become new. Is that the old nature that goes away, and the new nature comes in? Yeah, you have a new nature. So now, when you make bad decisions or choices that are activated by the flesh. It's coming. You're doing it out of the new creature. Now, does it make it better or wrong? No. But what it means is, now that you're a new creature, you have to begin to feed the new creature with new food. You have a new appetite. You have a new taste bud. Uh, that's changed. And now, in the old nature, you you, you would you would you perk up when you heard a message of condemnation because your old nature listened for that. That's how you were bend. You were leaned towards it. You're leaned in towards hearing uh, about the condemnation message. But now, the new creature is about forgiveness and mercy and grace and love, life and love. So y y your old nature wanted to do bad. Your new nature wants to do well. 
your old nature tries things to get out of itself to please the flesh. Your new nature is not trying to please the flesh. Your new nature is wanting to please the spirit. And there's a constant battle between your new nature and sometimes our actions of our mind, that our mind is still programmed by the old nature. Now, I want you to think about this. When children of Israel came out of Egypt, they were in Egypt for 40, 400 years. When they hit the wilderness, they were not in Egypt anymore. So they did not have an Egyptian address, but they still in their mind had Egyptian ways. When a person gets born again, and Colossians chapter 2 is happening, you become a new creature. Now, your old sinful nature is cut away. You're not in Egypt anymore, but you still have Egyptian thoughts. You still have old nature thoughts. So now we need to reprogram our mind to not think like the Egyptian old ways, to reprogram our mind to think like the new way. That's how life begins to change for you. And that's, uh, that's difficult for a lot of us because we're trying to figure this thing out. And we're still saying, well, I got this old nature. It's not your whole, your spirit, your heart, your new creature is desiring to do right things, righteous things, holy things, good things, spiritual things. You, you, you lean into that. You crave that. That's what you're hungering and thirsting for. But the minds that we carry still have that old world way that has to be what the Bible calls in first, first in Romans chapter 12, where we have to renew our mind. What does that mean by renew? Well, if it's renew, means it has been new before. So we're renewing it means we're taking it back to its original state before you, you even fell and knew you fell. Um, so I just want to encourage you today on that, that you have a brand new nature and the old sinful nature has been cut away from you. You've been circumcised by the flesh, not by the procedure of the actual cutting of the flesh, but you've been it's been cut away in Christ. And what causes this, the sinful nature to be cut away from you is the believing of who you are in him and believe the story and the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ that resurrected and raised people from the dead. That should be a real encouraging thing for you today because what happens is in many cases, we're looking at this thing going, what in the world is happening here? And you give your heart to God and you find yourself still making mistakes and you still find yourself going down wrong paths and you're going, God, this is hard. How come I, how come I, how come I continue to do the things that I don't want to really do? Well, it's not because your heart's not right. Your heart is right, but your head's wrong. And what we've got to do is get your head going in the same direction that your heart's going. And when Christ circumcised your heart, cut away from that sinful nature, your heart is right. You're awakened in him, you're alive in him, and you are in a position to be able to do one of some of the most incredible things that God has ever called you to do. Um, let's, uh, let's 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 go a little further in this Colossians thing because I I got more. Uh Verse 13, you were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all your sins. He listen to this. In 14, he canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. Do you realize that your 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 sinful record, past, present, and future, was nailed to the cross in Christ? When he was nailed, it was nailed. When it was nailed, you were nailed. Isn't that powerful? 
in this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. Why? Because the only option that spiritual authorities and rulers have in a demonic world is to uh, prosecute you for your wrongful deeds, and then the actions of those deeds lead to death because the wages of sin is death. So what happens is your ultimate payday of your actions of the old nature is to die on the cross or to die. Well, when Jesus buried those things on that cross or nailed those things to the cross, the penalty of that wage, the payday, happened on the day of the cross. So you have now already paid the price through Christ's death that nailed all of your sinful nature and the actions of your sinful nature to the cross. That's powerful to me. Isn't that powerful, Sam? I mean, that just gives you hope and gives you, makes you excited. I almost want to shout today because there's so many things that are good that are happening. Um, let's see. If you, if you have any questions about this, I, I really encourage you to come to church because we've been teaching on this. Wednesday nights at 7 and Sunday morning at 11, we've been talking about where we're headed, what has taken place, how do we get back to the basics of the gospel, but also walk in the fullness of the gospel at the same time, uh, the simplicity of the gospel uh, without minimizing the power. Um, so that's some of the things we've been talking about here at the church that we continue to talk about. So on Sunday mornings at 11, I'm going to encourage you, uh, this past Sunday, well, I know what I'm going to you know, preaching Sunday, so uh, I would encourage you to come and be a part of that on Sunday morning because you'll it'll it'll change your life because there's just an incredible revelation uh, that God has been pouring out on us. It's, it's fresh to me, may not be new to you, it, it may not be even new to me, but it's fresh to me, and I'm feeling it fresh. So uh, I want to encourage you to to do that. I, I don't know what you're facing this week. I don't know what you got going on this week. Uh, there's a lot going on around here from from our school and education piece to the, our outreaches and our missions work and our uh, local missions and basketball programs and the sports athletics and all the things that we promote. Uh, there's a lot going on. I mean, my God, there's just so much happening. Uh, we got building programs that are happening. There's uh, expansion that's going on. Uh, from from every area, from our children all the way up through our seniors ministry are all growing and expanding and it's requiring us to make uh, some modifications on facilities here uh, to uh, accommodate the growth and that's always a challenge because there's uh, a lot of you know things that go associated with that. So I just want to encourage you today. I know we're winding down, but I want to encourage you today in Colossians chapter two. If you haven't had a chance to read Colossians in the New Living Translation or the Message Bible, uh, I would refer, I would recommend you do that and then read it in the New King James or the King James together, and then allow yourself to kind of just extract the truths and the, the principles from that. Because my goodness, it'll light you up when you start reading it, realizing what all Christ has done uh, that has uh, you know, put this thing back in order that was out of order and put your life back in order. And many of us are still crazy in disorders uh, but Christ, and diseases, but Christ has given us peace, ease, and he's given us order in our life. So uh, there's so much to be thankful for. We've got so much going on. Uh, I'm, I'm encouraged, and I don't know where you are in your life right now and where your walk is, but if you're feeling heavy burdened and, and labored down and like, you're, gosh, I, I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel, you just have to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel because Christ's light starts the tunnel and Christ's light goes through the tunnel, and Christ's light is at the end of the tunnel when you come through it. And he will 
guides you and st- leads you every step of the way. You can trust him. You can count on him. He's faithful. He's true. He's just. Uh, he's kind. He's merciful. He's loving. Uh, his loving kindness is larger than life, and uh, he is there to want to bless us because the world will then look at the at God Himself when they see Him blessing His people. And the Bible says in Psalm sixty-seven seven, the world will fear Him when they see the blessing of the Lord on His people. So God bless you. You're listening to Pastor Kevin West with Real Life with Pastor Kevin right here on Expression Radio. God bless. Have a great week. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click Donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.